Hi, my name is Maya Egan, and for this podcast, I sat down with AP Psychology and AP Government teacher, Ms. Warner, and we discussed the implications of mental illness representation in pop culture and also on social media. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, so I was just about to ask, um, what implications do you think social media has had on teenagers, like in your students? Like, have you noticed any sort of difference or heard any sort of difference? You know... I think, um, well, with social media, I think definitely, and I, I don't know that I've seen, I think it's more that I'm just aware of this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm aware of it in my own life too, like with my own friends, although maybe not as much, I mean, I, the people in my life, but I think that people are often, I think there's really this emphasis on kind of like doing things to like then post on social Mm -hmm. media you know so it's like we're sort of living our lives for like the good instagram post Mm -hmm. um which is exhausting you know like it's really not a fun way to live (laughs) yeah and i find myself doing it sometimes too like i'm like oh i've got to get the best picture here so i can post this later Mm -hmm. instead of just like enjoying what i'm doing and not worrying about the photos yeah um and so i but i don't know how we kind of get away from that like Mm -hmm. It's hard because yeah, it's, it's so normalized. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's that addictiveness to yeah. like the attention that you get on in social media, mm-hmm. you know, like the likes and the comments. Yeah. People my age are, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting enough. They're like, I'm getting no likes on this picture. You know, that's like a common thing people talk about. It's like, okay. And it's a bummer when that happens, mm-hmm. you know? And like, sometimes I'll find myself like, sometimes I'm like bored on like a weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll do a post just because I know I'm going to, like, hear from people. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. And I'm like, wow, why am I doing that? Like, why don't I just pick up the phone and call someone? Yeah. But, like, it's yeah. an easy way to, like, get contacts, but it's not real contact. So yeah. it's, it's just a weird... It's so strange. I know. Yeah. I did it. So part of the project, I did a poll, and I sent it to, I think it was, like, 30 girls that were, like, my age that I knew, and then the oldest one was 21, my, who was my family friend. And, like, they answered this podcast, or the poll, it was a Google Forms, and it was, like, really interesting because, I mean, a lot of people admitted that they they were definitely had an obsession with their phone and just, like, especially social medias. And then they also said, like, how being on these social medias has, like, made their mental health so much worse because, yeah. like, on TikTok and stuff, there's just a, a really strong promotion of like eating disorders and like glorification of mental illnesses and it's just like it really has taken a toll so that's kind of how I see that question just because like I guess mm-hmm. maybe because I'm a teenager I see it more yeah it's really sad though no and I definitely think there's also just that like sort of like fear of missing out feel like like if you're if you're not in a good mood or you're feeling something's like not going well in your life and then you look at your social media feed and people are like on vacation or doing these great things or you know just see because everyone's presenting their best life yeah on social media it's more depressing you yeah. know then you just feel worse because yeah. you're like oh here i am feeling down and yeah. now like these people are living these fabulous lives it's, it's so easy to compare yourselves yeah. especially when teenagers are inherently doing that no matter what right whether your life is online or not so exactly it's really i mean i think just having social media just like, makes i it don't fun. envy you guys at all like i'm glad i grew up <laughs> in a time when i didn't have to deal with all that i know stuff. it's it's so hard especially it's not even just like seeing I think a lot of it is seeing other people going out and doing stuff and then you being like, oh, no, I'm not doing enough or, mm-hmm. I don't know, and then you, or you see someone's pictures and you're like, oh, I don't look like that, you know, right. which yeah. I think is when it gets really, really toxic, especially, I mean, if like you're going to compare yourself to other people your age, no matter what, whether exactly. you're on social media or not. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's tough, but I kind of want to transition into kind of like pop culture and like, so I know last year we did a project where we had to choose like a movie scene and kind of show which mental illness 
it depicted and whether it was accurate. So do you have any characters or movies that you think, like what movie, like that you think accurately depict mental illness versus like inaccurately? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that a lot of the time when, when portrayals are inaccurate, it's because they dramatize things to like make it more um, entertaining, Yeah, you know, and they yeah. want people to, so like, I never saw this movie partly because I heard about it and I felt like it was irresponsible, but there was a movie called Split. Oh, I've heard of it. And it was about a person with um, dissociative identity disorder, mm-hmm. um, which mo- a lot of people know as like multiple personalities. Yeah. But the storyline ended up having that main character with DID being a serial killer and like yeah. murdering people. And I felt like that was really irresponsible because... Yeah. You wouldn't want people coming out of that movie thinking, oh, everyone with dissociative identity disorder is yeah. a killer, you know, yeah. or is dangerous in some way. Um, so I, I know there are examples of, like, responsible portrayals, but I'm trying to think, like, I can't think of a specific one off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. there definitely are shows, or, oh, like, Silver Linings Playbook, like, that was a... Oh, you should see that movie. You would like it. It's got Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And both of them are suffering from different mental illnesses, like bipolar disorder. Um, And they end up sort of finding each other and and, um, and, like competing in like a dance competition together, sort of Mm -hmm. randomly. But that's a pretty good... I mean, it's entertaining, but it's also more of a realistic... Like it shows the struggle and it shows how their lives, like, the challenges that they had in their lives, like, leading up to the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's a more... I feel like when you see more sides of the person mm. than just kind of, like, just the disorder, yeah. too, it's yeah. more responsible. Yeah, I remember... So in the same poll, I kind of asked people, like, what movies they thought of. And people actually said Monica from Friends. I think she has OCD, and they were like, it's a complete joke, you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, it's like a way to make fun of it. And that kind of leads me into my next question. My next question, like, to what extent do you think this misrepresentation hinders the stigma surrounding mental uh, mental health? Oh, I think it definitely um, perpetuates the stigma because, like, in that split example, mm-hmm. it it makes people like afraid of people with mental illness. You know, yeah. that they might be criminals or they might be dangerous. Yeah. Or with the monocle example, like, it minimizes. And and OCD is one of those things that a lot of people are like, oh, I have OCD because I like things neat, you know, but it's, I'm always talking about in psychology how like we really have to avoid sort of throwing these diagnoses around casually because when people really have OCD, like the whole idea of a disorder is that it's dysfunction, like it's disrupting your life and Mm -hmm. prohibiting you from really living the life you want to lead. Yeah. And so... We, most people who claim that they have OCD casually aren't, don't, you know, yeah. they just have a desire for things to be organized a certain mm-hmm. way. So I think that like having conversations, like the fact that you're doing this podcast and thinking and asking these questions is so important because yeah, definitely. that's the kind of opportunity for us to kind of reflect on, because we can't really rely on popular culture yeah. to be our source, you yeah. know, but like classes like intro to psych and AP psych, mm-hmm. a big part of our whole purpose is to try and educate people and mm-hmm. so that they, they themselves kind of lose that, you know, or, you know, they don't focus, like 
they understand, like it dispels the stigma and then they can maybe go out and also share what they yeah. learned with other yeah. people. Yeah. I like you said before, like how people, it's just like, I feel like at this point mental illness is just kind of thrown around like, Oh, I have anxiety cause I'm nervous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, it just, I feel like it, it kind of invalidates people who are actually struggling every day. Like their feelings, like if people are just constantly throwing around like, Oh, I just have anxiety cause you know, yeah, because we all feel anxious sometimes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think like, but I do think that there's a good movement yeah. to to really be aware of those stigmas and mm-hmm. to like call entertainment out when it is irresponsible, yeah, you know? I definitely. mean, and or, or even call people out in your daily life, like in a, you know, not mean way. Yeah. But like to let people know, oh, you know, because the other thing we kind of really try and convey in our psychology classes is that we're all going to be experiencing mental illness in some way. Like if it's not us personally, it's someone in our family, it's yeah. a close friend, like yeah. mental illness is very common Yeah, and we don't have to be embarrassed by it. Like we don't yeah. have to hide it. Yeah. And I think the world is becoming more exactly. understanding of that. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. I just want to thank you so much for being on this podcast. I think I really, really made me think about kind of my usage with technology and kind of what I think about pop culture. Did you have fun on it? Was I it- did. I'm so, and I, I'm so like excited that you're thinking like that this is the topic you chose for your deep dive. Like when you first told me about it, I was like, that is awesome. That's, I'm so happy that you're going to be, you know, really delving into this issue in depth and sharing what you're learning with so many people. Yeah. I hope, I hope people kind of keep an open mind in regards to mental, mental illness. That's kind of why I decided to do this and kind of they become more aware of like how I don't know your words can kind of mean a lot especially like if you're going to exaggerate things and like try and perpetuate mental illness a certain way that's really important to like validate people's feelings and experiences and stuff totally well that's awesome Maya keep doing what you're doing thank you and thanks so much for having me on thank you for being on oh my pleasure